Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to 17 Questions, the podcast where we ask 17 weird and wonderful questions to a guest weird and wonderful enough to join us. This week on the podcast, we have... Miss Arielle Free. I don't know why I said Miss. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I'll do that again. <laughs> uh, Arielle Free. I am a broadcaster on BBC Radio 1. Um, I'm also a DJ and, yeah, podcast presenter as well. So I feel like I'm at home doing this. Yeah, everything. Like, seemingly you do everything. That's cool. Um, kick this off. Would you like a weird or wonderful? Um, let's go with weird, because I'm into that. Okay, so the first weird question is, why haven't the aliens come yet? I mean, I think the aliens have come. We just don't know what they look like. I think they're already here um, amongst us, causing all sorts of shenanigans. Um, so actually, I think the aliens have here and they've been here for years. We just don't know who they are. Like a kind of men in black situation. You've got to like sniff them out. Right, right. What do you think there's a reason why they haven't shown themselves? Um, I think they're here to learn from what we're doing and, and, know, and then uh, not make the same mistakes that we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a good idea, I imagine. Although if they've got themselves here, they probably are... A, they're probably good civilization wise they're probably uh i don't think aliens are here to hurt us i think they're here to observe and watch us i think if we were to go to another planet we would do the same we'd probably make ourselves known but i think let's not cause i think we've not caused trouble yeah i feel like they're amongst us just like learning i quite like that idea and i'd like to think that if alien other aliens did make themselves known we'd be super friendly and welcoming to them and then we could have, you know, there's always that logo of like the two hands shaking together. We can have a human hand and an alien hand. Yeah. Well, what do you think aliens look like? Um, probably depends where they're from, I imagine. Um, probably have huge heads or whatever their, their, their brain organ is. is probably it is weird large. that like, like all kind of drawings of aliens are very similar. Like the kind of ET type big head, like weird body vibes. Yeah. Like, yeah. How, why, how do we know they look like that? Well, maybe they're birds. Maybe they're like bears. Maybe they're like, they're, yeah, they're like <laughs> some sort of animal. I don't, but it's mental, isn't it? How, I mean, this must be some sort of intel. Like Area 51 will know something, won't they? They'll have the intel. They probably know a thing or two that we don't, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we go too deep into that rabbit hole, um, would you like a weird or a wonderful? Um, let's do wonderful now. What habit do you do now that you wish you started doing much earlier um ironing my clothes I just, it's taking me years to iron my clothes but then now i've started doing it everything looks so crisp and so fresh and i also think the clothes last longer and stay mm-hmm. in shape quicker i mean i did actually iron when i was younger it's how i used to earn my pocket money from my mom 
but I kind of stopped doing it when I like moved out on my own and like started moved to London. Mm-hmm. And then recently I've um I've rediscovered the joys of ironing. <laughs> Is that a real joy? Um, I don't mind it. It's really quite therapeutic. I quite like put some music on, just that there, get it's very like, yeah, your mind's not busy, you're kind of just yeah, it's a it's a nice task to do to not have a busy mind. It's a nice like zen state. I have the I have the same thing with like washing up. Like I don't think I would buy a dishwasher in the event that I could even like afford one, just because I like I like it. I like wash. I am weirdly into all chores apart from cleaning the bathroom. I hate cleaning the bathrooms. Um, it's just this one task that I can't get bored with, and it kind of creeps me out because there's a lime scale everywhere, and I'm like, great, I wash my hair and my body with water that's like got lime scale in it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm just not very into um, the bathroom situation, but I do like all uh, chores. Nice. Most I like that. Hoovering. Oh my God, don't even get, don't even get me started on hoovering. Love it. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly um, would you like a weird or a wonderful? I'm going to keep it even, Stephen, so let's go for weird. Okay. Ooh, what was the strangest cultural difference you noticed moving from Scotland to England? Uh, people, strangers don't speak to you in the street uh, or public transport. Um, and I learned that by always having conversations mm-hmm. with people like in cabs and buses and being met with very strange um, looks and silence. So, yeah, um, my thing that I miss most is that random um, communication with strangers or people. And, you know, if, I don't know. I'm not saying that London isn't friendly, um, but people are more private. Mm-hmm. So I think that it, the, I definitely got the gift of the gab from being a Glaswegian and I think uh, that is an element of home that I always miss. Yeah I, I'm not like a London native but I found it initially quite strange like standing on the tube and everybody just like it's not pin drop silent obviously because they're quite loud but yeah it's uh, it was quite the difference for sure. Yeah I mean it's just one of those, it's weird like I'm, I'm not going to judge anyone for like because I'm quite private I like I think that's the great thing about London you can be anonymous mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I, I miss it, but I also, I appreciate why London is different. Um, yeah. But it's my favourite thing when I go back to Glasgow. If I fly back and I get to the gate of, like, the airport, I'm like, yes, I'm here. <laughs> like, this is this is it. This is the one. Um, I can hear the Glaswegian accents. I'm ready. Um, and then, yeah, like, and then I appreciate the privacy of, like, you can have in London. Would you like a weird or wonderful? Let's go for weird. Let's do double weird. Uh, what was your dream job growing up? Um, my dream job was always to do something with music and dancing. Uh, I went to dance. Well, not when I was weird. There was when I was like nine or whatever. I wanted to be a lawyer because I, I watched Alan McBeal once and was like, yes. <laughs> um, but I always wanted to have some. I wanted to do something in music, but I couldn't sing, and I'm really rubbish at playing instruments. And um, and so then it was amazing amazing that I suddenly discovered that you could talk about music as a career mm-hmm. uh, and yeah so I'm I kind of the dream from being a kid is like the kind of reality of adulthood which is pretty excellent um, and now I do get to play music as a DJ which is like a Brucey bonus um, so yeah but I mean I don't think I would have made a good lawyer I have zero patience and um, I don't think I'd look as good in a suit as Ali McBeal but probably no one knows who Ali McBeal is because <laughs> It's an old series. Yeah, I can't say that I've heard of it myself. Though thinking about like, 
wanting to be a lawyer as a nine-year-old is a very stern profession to want to go into. Well, I just feel like it's weird though. I think it's like when you're younger, it's like, what career can make me loads of money? And you're like, hey, I'll be a lawyer. Yeah. Um, and so I think this is like the first thing you kind of discover, like, oh, maybe I could actually make some money from that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to admit, I, I, it did actually help me study at school, like wanting to kind of be a lawyer. Because I was like, oh, if I get good grades, maybe I can go to university and I can study law. Um, I'm also quite squeamish. So I wouldn't be very good as like a criminal lawyer. And um, I also couldn't defend someone I don't think that I know was guilty of something yeah. really bad. Might be a bit tricky for that profession, I'm sure. Would you like a weird or wonderful? Uh, let's do triple weird. Okay, we're deep. We're deep in. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. What's some insider knowledge that only people in your line of work have? Insider knowledge um, that lots of pop stars and artists are very tiny in mm. the flesh. I am so surprised how short film stars, TV stars, singers, artists, bands, members are basically the same height as me. And I'm like five feet three. I love it. Um, I, can't, I saw Hayley Williams in a live lounge once and I was like, wow, she's literally like five foot. Um, and the only person who did it, he was actually quite tall was Justin Timberlake. Um, but yeah, Anna Kendrick, really short. Um, who else is really short? There's just like lots of people that are very tiny, like yeah. these ma- mega stars and they're like tiny in physiques. It's not a bad thing. Um, but yeah, there's, it's, um, it's something that I've, I've always thought like, and also like, not DJs so much, because I have to DJ in a flight case. But yeah, um, celebrities are tiny, generally, yeah. in heights. That would be my conclusion to that question. That checks out. I, I think my go-to example, or like the ones that stick out in my mind, of that are unexpectedly short, is like Bruno Mars and Ariana Grande, yeah. I feel like is probably. But certainly Bruno Mars, yeah. I think someone told me Ariana Grande was tall. And I was really? like, no way. No way. Um, <laughs> but apparently. I think... And I also think it's, it's quite hopeful for someone like me who is um, like really short and like I always like struggle at gigs and whatnot and mm-hmm. I always get really annoyed by it. And I'm like, well, if they can be that successful at that height, then so can <laughs> I. Yeah, I'll spur them on to uh, overcome. Okay, that was triple weird. So by default now, you, you have to suffer authoritarian okay. regime and go wonderful. Amazing. Who were you before you became the Ariel Free we know today? Um, I was someone who was a little bit shy, um, even though my kind of weird way to work with that was to be extremely chatty and have like verbal diarrhea with everyone I met. But if you scratched away the surface, I was always very, um, shy. And it was pointed out to me at a university by a lecturer who, was, who did this thing where you had to walk into a room and pretend you're an addition. He was just like, has anyone noticed how uncomfortable Ariel Free is right now? And it never really struck me because I always thought I was quite confident. Um, the Ariel Free before, I actually don't think much has changed in terms of personality. I, I'm really loyal to my friends. There's a lot of friends that I, I um, have had for years and still continue to like, be the closest of friends with. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I would say I'm more body confident some days. Um, I'm more of a worrier uh, in terms of when it comes to work because I overthink things constantly. Um, And I constantly fear uh, upsetting someone or people not liking me. 
which I didn't really care about when I was younger. It's weird. I shouldn't, I don't care what people think. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's one thing I've definitely, I'm um, now, is when I was younger, oh my gosh, I cared so much about what people thought about me. I wouldn't put a foot, I was so terrified of putting a foot wrong. But now I just have a thing where I just don't, I'd never want to hurt someone's feelings or hurt a human being. Mm-hmm. Or, um, and I, I realize I constantly strive for people to love me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> Um, I'm sure it has its pros and cons. Hopefully more pros than cons, though. It's quite yeah. ironic that you went from, like, somewhat being shy before, and now you're, like, a DJ and presenter that you do, like, every day. Like, it's almost like you've self-actualized or, like, uh, evolved in that way. Like, but gone beyond it, if that makes sense. I just had this huge passion for music, and I think that is overtaking any sort of, like, lack of confidence feeling. Although I'm saying that, like, I've never struggled to get on a stage and, like, present to, like thousands of people live and mm-hmm. um, it's more just um I don't know it's a weird one it's more like walking into a room and meeting people for the first time uh I was always like really like I'd, I'd happily be the person that would sit in the corner and I used, and then from that I was always and I was never open to like lots of new friendships because I was always very loyal to my friendships whereas now I'm probably a little bit more open to being like hey new friend let's hang out whereas before I was like quite private and a bit shy and a bit like oh mm. um but I think the shyness yeah I think the reason I think yeah you put on an act for things like, like radio and things like you, you can take on this like persona um like to entertain and whatnot uh so yeah but I definitely there's a difference between shy and lacking confidence and I'd never lacked confidence if that makes mm. sense yeah definitely okay would you like a weird or wonderful I think we have to go I thought we had to go wonderful what is it about Love Island that you think people found compelling? Love. Everyone loves their love. It's the reason why it's so successful. The minute the show starts being about people hooking up and just having action under the sheets and, <laughs> and focusing on relationships and human connection is when it became successful. Everyone loves love. Everyone wants to feel love and be loved and be in love and find love. Um, so that's why we're all obsessed with it. And I think as long as people keep finding love in that show, we'll forever keep investing in it because people do come out of it as couples and get married and have babies. And, um, and for that reason, I think it will always be successful because everyone loves love. Yeah. There, there is like an element of like vicarious uh, living through, I suppose, because everybody has their, like their champ that they root for, I suppose. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And also it's like, it's, it's you, um, you invest in because of the people and, and, and you also, it's like, it's not a human experiment, it's a social experiment. And mm-hmm. you can see how people react in certain situations. And I think that's almost like educational in itself because you can then either relate to that or understand that maybe that's what you do or like, how would you react and, and whatnot. And I think, yeah, I feel like now people are kindest people on the show, um, thankfully. And, and I think, yeah, you can learn a lot from watching, from people being put in that situation. Yeah. It's kind of uh, anthropological, I suppose. Yeah, it's like a study of humans, I suppose, in like an enclosed space. Um, would you like a weird or wonderful? Weird, please. Okie dokie. What old person things do you do? Old person being in air quotes. Old person things. Enjoy chores like ironing. Um, <laughs> I love a good walk. I love going for a lovely walk. Oh, it's great. Um, it's just, you know, can't can't argue with it can you um what else what other old people things do i do fold my clothes is that an old person thing yeah what would you say is an old person thing um hmm 
I'm trying to look around for prompts, but I honestly can't think of much. I was going to say for some reason, like I eat like similar things every day, but I don't know if that's an old person thing or just being a boring person. So I don't want to conflate those. I'm sure there are some very interesting old people. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like walks also. Um, I, I, yeah, I can't think. I Honestly, when I wrote the question of old person things, I don't know. I, I think it was like a leave it to your interpretation or something. Um, I like going for walks. I love going for walks, which I feel like is deemed like a quite an old person, especially in lo um, lockdown. It made me yeah. really appreciate a lovely walk around a park, which I yeah. think maybe isn't the coolest thing in the world, but it's so good for your mental health. Yeah, for sure. Weird or wonderful? Wonderful. What's one thing that was cool when you were younger, but isn't cool now? Tamagotchis. Oh my God. <laughs> Everyone had a Tamagotchi. We loved them. It was great. Um, yeah, that was that was what was cool when I was younger. I also remember like, my brother loving pogs. Mm -hmm. um, that was a thing. Um, you everyone played uh, Game Boy. It's like the hand console thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I suppose they're actually still kind of cool now. Um, yeah, they've kind of evolved. Now it's like the the Switch, I suppose. That's the new like handheld kind of thing. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, I do quite like a bit of Mario Kart and that. I'm trying to think what else was cool when I was younger. It's uh, Bewitched and Steps and Spice Girls, um, although Spice Girls still stand as the coolest people on the earth. And um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. Um, it was cool to get a slush puppy and have a blue tongue and then show all of your friends your blue tongue when it shouldn't happen to you. It was cool to wear butterfly tops when I was younger. Um, the, the wings on the back. You, yeah, you like you yeah. Like, tied them at the back. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that was a thing. And I think a blue slush puppy would be pretty cool now still. I really, but even like, the, it was like the element, I mean like, hey, look at my tongue, it's blue. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Maybe a youngster amongst the youngsters. Yeah. I mean, I, I, to be fair, I've had a blue slush puppy in lockdown, so it's not, it's not that uncool, because obviously I'm a really cool person if I'm still eating it. Very true, very true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, would you like a weird or wonderful? Let's go for wonderful. This one, you get to be a bit self-indulgent, which is fun. Because um, that's fine to have from time to time. What mm -hmm. do you think you do better than 90% of people? Talk. <laughs> <laughs> go I on. Can, if you... Flex that muscle. So, um, I know how ironic. Oh, I can talk better than everyone else and I'll literally give you a one-word answer. Um, <laughs> for me... It's a really big skill to be able to talk incessantly and never and keep people entertained, I suppose. And also to keep conversation going. I used to hate small talk, but I'm really good at it now. Would you like a weird or wonderful? Wonderful, please. What is the best creative advice you have received? Don't care too much what people think. Mm. Because it was when I was doing Harry Potter, actually, when I was younger, drop that name. Um, and I was saying something, someone was like, why do you care what anyone thinks? And I was like, because mm, there's that, no, no, And I always start, it kind of really sunk in at that point. I don't know why then. And actually, it's been really great because you can tear yourself up about people's opinions on you, especially if you're in the public eye and, and you can like stew over them and get really upset and, and, and whatnot. Because mm -hmm. now I've kind of got a great skill set to have. It's like water off a duck's back now. I mean, obviously, it's never nice to receive bad things, but like, and I have a constant need for like, love me. But um, yeah someone creates it because then you can be free to push your what you do so like when it comes to DJing it, why like 
you question like what music you play and if it's too commercial or if it's not cool enough or if it's not this and that and the other, which I'm really guilty of. And then I kind of remind myself, well, actually it's what I should just play what I think I want to play. Like I want to play what, like what I will get the crowd dancing rather than like, oh, this track's a bit cheesy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they might think that I'm not very cool. What do, you, what do you think catalyzed that for you? Like that change in um, going from caring what people think to not caring what people think? Age. When mm. you're younger, you're so insecure about everything, about how you look, how you dress, what weight you are, how tall you are, how small you are, you know, how, like how many friends you've got, if you've got a good enough job, like what salary, like everything is like, you're constantly compared. Well, I was, I used to constantly compare myself to everything and everyone. And then and also there's a lot of negative, negative energy that comes with that. So a lot of my peers who were doing things that I wanted to do and like, like achieving my dreams, I'd get really frustrated with like seeing them online posting about the jobs that I wanted to do and they were doing it. And, and so I kind of consciously, probably about five or six years ago, um, stopped or like muted people that I was kind of jealous of online because it was like just creating bad vibes for me. And I think then like good stuff wasn't happening to me because I was too busy focusing on them mm-hmm. and, and their achievements. And actually it was one of the best decisions I ever made because I like I lifted this weight of constant like oh, I'm not doing well enough and mm-hmm. I'm not getting there quick enough and you know that pressure that I was putting on myself and and, and it then meant I could focus my energies on other things like my own career and getting my stuff done which I was mm-hmm. doing anyway but then it's just like I think with, with negative energies you can yeah cause like can bring negative things into your life so I'm very much all about the positive vibes so the minute you kind of take something like that away Oh my God, I'm folding clothes as I speak to you. See, I am a proper man. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it was one of the best decisions, just not, not compare myself and stop caring so much what people think about me. Yeah, I suppose it's kind of like the, the whole like comparison is the thief of joy thing. So once you, I suppose, like settled into just worrying about you and not having the, the parallels or comparatives there. It, I've like, never you, you... heard that term before. It's a beautiful term, that. Oh, well, there you, there you Thank go. Thank you for educating me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, I think we've done more wonderful than weird at this point. Okay. So I'm, I'm okay Let's do weird. Okay. If you could look at someone and know three stats about them, what would you like to know? Oh, in terms of personality or in terms of like intelligence and things like that? However you would like to interpret the question is fine by me. Okay. Um, I would say... Um, if someone was right in front of me now, what was the three things I want to know? What their favorite food is? Because I love talking about food and I think food can, conversations can make everyone feel comfortable because it's something that we all enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would want to know if they are happy. It'd be Ooh. nice to know if they feel happy or content. Um, and I would want to know their favorite track ever, music-wise. I think that's a good selection of things to want to know. Yeah, I feel like... It's kind of nice, you know, and then those are three points of conversation that, like, they're right there. Yeah. You've got some, like, light bits in there, some informative bits. You can get a bit existential with the, are you happy? So, good mix. Certainly a good mix. Uh, Would you like a weird or wonderful? Uh, Let's do weird. If you could invite three people, dead or alive, on a hot air balloon ride, who would you bring? Mm, Prince because I'd love to chat to him about music that'd be awesome um my grandma because I didn't get enough time with her and someone who would make me laugh so maybe Kevin Bridges the comic because mm-hmm. I just think he would make conversations so funny he's one of my favorite comedians it's not just because he's Scottish he's just really funny so yeah I'd do Kevin Bridges a very good mix I think Thanks, I'll take that. <laughs> uh, would you like a weird or wonderful? 
I would like wonderful. What's something you think every person should experience in their lifetime? Um, sand under your feet with the waves lapping over your toes. Because not a lot of people make it to the beach. I don't know, some people never make it to the beach. So, um, and it's my favourite feeling. Mm-hmm. It's pure tranquility and peacefulness. Um, so that would, be, that would be, yeah, on the beach, sand under feet with the waves lapping over your toes. Final question, as we always end mm-hmm. on. What are you working mm-hmm. on at the moment? So I'm currently working on my radio show, which is every weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday is like um, early breakfast show. As is Saturday, Sunday, but Saturday, Sunday is more um, anthems, vibes, so it's a bit more party. So I'm doing that every week um, in lockdown because I'm not able to DJ out and about at festivals and gigs anymore. I've been doing lots of live streams, so doing lots of sets for people at Ministry of Sound and... Um, uh, colors house festival and like basically festivals that have now which can't take place in, in kind of real life and physical um every out, outdoors basically mm-hmm. um i've been having i've been doing the sets online which has been great but also it's quite hard live um doing a set from your home because you inevitably always have people interrupt you like the postman mm-hmm. or um your phone someone starts phoning you because you're filming your camera and um, so it's been quite a funny time to like make the transition from just turning up plugging my usbs and playing to a crowd to turning up setting up a camera editing the audio doing this um so yeah and then i mean all of the gigs of like summer and everything have gone so i don't know if that's going to ever change but hopefully i'll be at, back out djing in real life again soon Thanks for joining us for another episode of 17 Questions, this time with Ariel Free. Of course, if you're not doing so already, make sure to follow Ariel on all her socials with simply her name, Ariel Free. She's done the work for you. And of course, if you'd like to get in contact with any of us here at 17 Questions, you can follow us at 17 Questions Pod. Other than that, see you next week for another round of Weird and Wonderful 17 Questions.